Can we all pretend August counts as mid-year? I love the chance to look back on what I've read, and indulge my inner statistics nerd. The links embedded in the text and pictures below are affiliate links. If you purchase through one of these links, I'll receive a small commission at no extra cost to you. Thanks for supporting this blog. The best book you read so far this year. The Goblin Emperor was one of three five-star reads for me so far this year, along with Glittering Images, Reread, and The King's Traitor. Goblin Emperor is a richly drawn political fantasy containing one of my favorite tropes, a main character who has station thrust upon them and has to either sink or swim. My way into Catherine Addison was unconventional, as I grew to love her writing through The Angel of the Crows, a Sherlock Holmes wingfic which I absolutely adored. Best Sequel The King's Traitor, and the rest of the King Fountain series, got me through COVID. Wheeler's writing and character development remind me of Robin Hobb in the best way, and there's an authentic feel to the decisions made by characters. I felt there was room for improvement with the fates of the female characters, but having read much later work from Jeff Wheeler I know that that improvement is realized. New release you haven't read yet but want to. When Women Were Dragons is the Draconathan Buddy Read Choice this year, so I will hopefully read it by the end of the month. Completing a Buddy Read will gain me the Rebel Badge Club Reader Badge which is exciting. Rebel Badge Company is basically scout badges for adults, read more here. Most anticipated release for the second half of the year. How can it be anything but Marple, 12 New Mysteries. Written by some of the most exciting thriller-slash-mystery writers contributing one short story each about my heroine and favorite fictional character, I am beside myself with excitement. Biggest Disappointment A Stormbreaker I really wanted to enjoy Anthony Horowitz's Alex Ryder series, and it does indeed remind me of the James Bond books with a teenage protagonist. However, the ableism from Fleming's book seems to have contaminated the work. Kill James Bond have some excellent, and dare I say hauntological, perspectives on the disturbing regularity with which Bond villains have their disabilities exploited in order to defeat them, which I highly recommend checking out. Biggest Surprise Dracula was not what I expected at all. Initially, I was pleasantly surprised by the dread I felt, especially toward the hair-raising end of the first section. Unfortunately, and I know I'm in the minority here, the book then devolves into a Frankenstein-esque cop between different perspectives. I've heard some people describe this as an excellent feature of the book, but for me it just feels too much like a compare and contrast question on an English lit exam. Sorry Bram. Favorite new author. Ah G.S. Denning, you've brought me so much joy this year. I hate flowers, so my husband buys me books instead when he wants to treat me, and the Warlock Holmes series has made me so happy. Denning sideways look at the canon tongue firmly in cheek whilst evidently adoring the originals, is just gorgeous. With Pratchett vibes, a simmering arc plot, and complete deconstruction of the form, these books make me snigger to myself as well as feel smug for noticing all the Easter eggs. Newest favorite character. A Lady Trent. A lady of class, not afraid to reflect on and admit her mistakes. She made massive strides in the understanding of dragonkind, participated in peacekeeping efforts, and made contact with unknown cultures. Brennan's writing is excellent, particularly in the way she presents a likable flawed main character. Book that made you happy. Skipping over book that made you cry due to my heart of stone, what truly makes me happy is Sherlock Holmes. I've read a few of the original canon this year, The Blue Carbuncle, The Sign of Four, and The Devil's Foot. All excellent. 
My needs have been amply provided for by Claire's book boxes, which you can see a review of here. The most beautiful book you've bought so far this year. I coveted this book for a good six months before snagging it in the Waterstones half-price hardback sale. That doesn't mean I've read it. But I sure like seeing it on my bookshelf. What books do you need to read by the end of the year? With the due date of our little boy coming up fast, I need to knuckle down and read my birth and parenting books. Holly DeCruz Your Baby, Your Birth was recently lent to me by a friend with high praise. Other than enjoying that the hypnobirthing is said to be suitable for every birth, including highly medicated or C-section births, I know nothing about the contents, but I'm open to trying it out. Crib Sheet, by the excellent Emily Oster is a must-read for me after reading her amazing pregnancy guide Expecting Better. Being a black and white thinker, I found the avalanche of sometimes conflicting rules about what you should and shouldn't do in pregnancy very overwhelming, and was grateful to read a statistically driven book which helped me to make informed decisions. Crib Sheet tackles the time after birth, and I'm particularly interested to read what Oster has concluded about the screen time bogeyman. Favorite book to movie adaptation you've seen this year? Is it controversial to say Wheel of Time? I've only read the first two books in the series, and will own that the pacing of the TV show left a lot to be desired. However, being able to share the series with my husband, who will never be able to attempt 1,000-plus page novels was a special time. That's all for today. Did you join in with this tag back in June July? Please link your answers below so I can read, or take this post as permission to post a very late tag as I have done.